0: Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast. This is episode 41 of Straight White Whale and my name is Darren Connell. Thank you very much for joining us again. Before we get into the madness, I want to give a wee shout out to the sponsor. We are sponsored by the Den. The Zenden are in Glasgow. Um, they are at 19 Bridgegate, Glasgow. I know I stumbled at there, but their logo and all their information will come up on the screen. It's a CBD coffee house. It's vegan friendly, dog friendly, and stoner friendly. Um, you can get everything there from mushroom nootropics, nootropic coffee. You can get CBD bath bombs, face cream, drops. It's all beneficial for your brain health and things like you know arthritis my mum was taking cbd for arthritis now i don't know if that's medically true if it helps you but i visually i've visually seen it help my mum so i supposedly it helps people i take CB, cbd and i also take a mushroom nootropic that's called Lionsman, lion's men, and i feel so much better for doing it i have a wee coffee in the morning put in my cbd drops and then i take my lion's men and i feel like i'm i'm good to go so if you're in and around glasgow if you've never took cbd before go and ask for joe and go and try out their stuff good people doing good things so getting about it and also that's the sponsors at the way but um every podcast i like to give a shout out to a mental health charity so brothers in arms are a suicide prevention charity for males um they run an app And they're doing very well. Paul works with them as well. He does a podcast with them. And if you know somebody that's struggling, then get in touch and they will help you. I would say Back On Side are a great charity as well, mental health charity, that help you go onto their website. And they will give you a list of other charities like Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, Breathing Space, Samaritans, anything like that that can all be used as numerous tools to help you through a bad time so check them out troops there we go speaking about my mental health paul would you like me to share a story about where i am right now
1: 100% mate
0: right so you know that i've been telling you i've been doing therapy and i've been feeling really good Mm -hmm. and sometimes i'm like maybe i wasn't that bad Mm -hmm. maybe maybe i'm all right maybe it was a wee bit You know, I'm just being harsh on myself. Right. Uh I'll I'll share with you what happened. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I walk everywhere. This is why I'm dressed like this. I've said I look like Tony Soprano. I'm wearing a full tracksuit because I walk everywhere and I'm no walking in denims. So I was walking into the town the other day and you know where the Four Corners is? There's a kind of hotel just up from it at the Clyde Bridge. Uh Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. so i'm standing at the traffic lights it's just across from the euro hostel juries juries mate. and i'll be honest with you i was feeling a wee bit had a bad sleep that day my head was a wee bit pickled but Mm -hmm. i was managing it and then i looked at the hotel window and there was a guy sitting at the window right Mm -hmm. and he was wearing like a back to front skip hat like red hat and he was just pulling the curtains open and pulling us for like a silly face (laughs) random people it wasn't even really me specifically Uh but i'm standing waiting for the green man and i clock this guy and he's like awkwardly staring at everybody to be funny Mm -hmm. and i'm like he's no fucking budging man and this is taking ages for this (laughs) green man to happen i kind of look away you know that way you don't really have you make contact eye contact with people i wasn't really making eye contact with him Mm -hmm. but then i just thought fuck it and i felt like a volcano like went off in me and i decided to look at the guy no i wasn't being serious right i need to tell you this i wasn't being serious but i was i looked at him i was not blinking and all i started saying was i mean this guy was laughing behind the he was laughing giggling and all that and I just decided, let's fuck with him. He fucks with me. I'm going to fuck with him. It's payback. And I just started mouthing the words, "Do not kill the guy with the red hat. Do not kill <laughs> the guy with the red hat. Do not kill him. Do not kill him." And I swear to God, man, see watching the life leave this guy's body from a giggly childlike persona of having fun at a window of a hotel to I seen it in his eyes. He went, Oh my God, I fucked with the wrong guy. (laughs) I fucked with the wrong guy. The curtains just slowly shut and his head went down and I walked past the hotel and I was like, yes, man, I won. (laughs) I won that situation and I won that. Right.
1: So the volcano that went off, was that like rage? Yeah. Right
0: and then it was pure euphoria of i got him and he'll remember that moment for the rest of his life he doesn't even realize that i'm bobby for scott squad he thinks i was dressed like this he probably thinks i'm a Polish hitman. man <laughs> <laughs> so that's where my mental health is mate <laughs> sounds good mate sounds <laughs>
1: sounds fucking brilliant <laughs> poor guy man pure blood draining out his face just get this picture of this fucking fred durst looking cunt like pure <gasps> oh my god yeah, you ah, must have thought. And I mean, we were talking last week about how you're very expressive. Like, I'm I, I'm pretty sure you could pull off a sort of serial killer. look.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I felt like a serial killer, to be honest. And I still think about it. I'm like, yeah, I got him. And if he was on holiday, I hope I've ruined his fucking holiday as well. Don't even know the guy. Probably took his sick family member there for a wee break, a wee city break, and he's just trying to break up the day, and I'm like, Don't don't fuck with me. I
1: set a set of traffic lights.
0: Don't fucking don't fuck.
1: <laughs> like falling down. Aye, mate. Aye, the start. You you're like, you've got the fucking lid on the pot, and then a traffic jam just makes you fucking snap. It was a guy with a red hat pulling funny faces at people at the juries in on yeah. fucking Jamaica Street. He was making raspberries.
0: <laughs> and it was enough to pu- push me over the edge. <laughs> You're like, I'm having this
1: kind What age was he? Seven. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like, um, is that not a bit in a movie? Well, the fucking, is it me, myself and Irene? Where the wee boy's sitting in the fucking, the Wayne bit of the trolley. <laughs> and Jim Carrey's character's like pure, <laughs> what are you looking at, motherfucker? I'm like Aye. the dad's pure, and he's like, this is between me and the Wayne. <laughs> Square <laughs> up. You. I've squared up to a wee boy. Yeah. You know, he's more pure. Excuse me. Ah, like, oh, fuck up, bitch. Yeah. This is between me and this wee cunt. I'm fucking having him. That's hilarious, mate. No, but what age was he really? I would say he was in his early twenties, late twenties. Right, twenty five maybe. Right. Do you do you feel like he needed that lesson that day?
0: In my mentally deranged mind, I feel like he had to get taught that lesson. Uh, I'm glad I don't regret it. I do not regret it. I'm I'm in a very stable place today, and I still don't regret it. I'm glad I done it. I'm actually going to. That's opened a box. I'm like, yeah. Next person that fucks with me, I'm going to keep doing that. Don't kill them. Don't kill that person, please, please, please. Imagine that.
1: Imagine walking down the street and somebody uh, was like, ah, don't
0: kill the guy with the hoodie, don't aye. kill him. Do you know
1: it would be even better? If you got in a lift <laughs> and you went, don't kill them. Don't kill the people in this lift. Pull out the gun and kill them. <laughs> 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 you see because,
0: like, Oh my God, they wouldn't be able to go anywhere. They, they seem like good people. Don't do it. Don't do
1: it. <laughs> Smelly old perfumes make me want to kill her. Yeah. Maybe that's just me, mate. Not here. Uh, that's the both ears. It's the both ears. <laughs> that's hilarious, mate. I love that. Yeah.
0: So as always, when I start the podcast and we get all this stuff, at the way <laughs> I always <laughs>
1: <laughs> you clear the air. <laughs> yeah,
0: clear the air. Get it off my chest. I always like to ask you, how are you, Paul? And how's your week? I'm been? all right.
1: I was in a car crash. Told you this, didn't Did I? No, you did not. I was in a car. I was in a car accident on Friday. Holy fuck. I get re-rended. Sure, I told you this. I think you did, mate. Did I? Just no important enough for you. Basically, I. I'm a comedian, mate. I'm like,
0: how can I? That doesn't benefit my life. You're the talent.
1: (laughs) You're like, how you doing, Paul? And then I'm talking to you and you're just pure in your heat, lad. Glazed over eyes.
0: (laughs) Not, you did tell me, but you told me on Sunday, you mad bastard. No, so I did. Ten minutes before I was
1: walking on stage. so I did. Timing. Tell me, tell me what happened. So I was on it. I'm doing driving lessons. Um, I can drive. Yeah, but I need to get my license. I drove for a license for many a year back in the day, which is I don't advocate for that at all. Like breaking the fucking law and stuff. But I did that, and that's that's fine. Um, and so I've decided right. I need to fucking get my driving license, and I've started doing driving lessons. But my first lesson, went, and I was like, listen, mate, I've I've been. I have drove when I was in my 20s, I used to drive a van about, I was in a band and would take horties, and when we get back to Glasgow people would hon them in for me, um, and he was like, we'll do you a wee test, just drive about, and after the first lesson he was like, book your test mate, you can drive, I was like, I well I fucking know, I told you that, but anyway, um, sitting stationary at a pedestrian crossing on, I think I fucking just said that weird, pedestrian crossing on Maryhill Road, and... Was pushing the marine and just heard like, skid sounds and then boom. And it was a fucking taxi driver and he tried to blame me. I was sitting stationary at a fucking red light and he was pure fucking jumped out of his taxi and he's pure fucking learner drivers. Way, I was a fucking. Uh, Instinct kicked in, jumped out the motor and was like, What are you fucking talking about, mate? I'm sitting fucking stationary at a red light. But I think this guy's had put, probably the picture in his head of like a seventeen year old lassie, then their driving lessons, and then this fucking forty year old six foot five guy bounced out and was like, What are you fucking saying? Yeah. And he was pure oh, oh, oh. but he, he admitted that eventually and he was like, I looked away. I like took my eyes off the road and then looked back and he was well there and it's wet. Slammed on the brakes, boom, into the back is so um Are you okay? I mate, I was fine, I woke up on Saturday with horrific toothache, so I think that it's went away, went away for a couple of days, I think I've like, see that way a bit down, and as the, the impacts went, it's like bruised my gum or something, had a wee bit of a stiff neck and a wee bit of a sore back, so definitely going to be getting a claim.
0: Aye, getting about it mate. You know,
1: it's off heard from people, they're like, oh you got a couple of grand for that mate. Aye. No. Mate, if I was you, I'd be fucking in a neck breast right now, <laughs> saying I
0: heard voices.
1: So I'm off framing. Aye. Pure, ah. But I felt terrible, man. Like, I, I was like to my driving instructor, like, sorry, mate. And he's like, what you sorry for? There's nothing you could have fucking done sitting at a fucking red light, a wee old woman walking across the road in front of you. Like, yeah. You did nothing wrong. But
0: I wonder if that's a common thing, learner drivers getting in accidents. Because yeah, I've never
1: really heard of that. Yeah. That's just so unlucky, mate. I know, mate. And they can't fucking smash into me, like I said, man. But gets out of the road, don't it? Uh-huh. My mate was saying that to us. He was like, when people drive their test, pass their test, get their first motor, it's so like, when are they going to get into that first crash? And he's like, you just go right out of the road. Yeah. I've been in a lot of car accidents, mate, in my fucking time. Yeah. I've been in a couple of big guns. I was in don't... a motor that flipped on the M8, holy fuck. been a race. I was like 17, 18. My mate from McDonald's. Or driving along the M8, coming along for the fort, mm-hmm. and there's like a pure deadly turn there at Rikese. It looks like it's fucking long and but it's not. It's quite sharp. It's deceiving. And it was a uh, Volkswagen polo and fucking motor flipped. Shat it, man.
0: That's that must have been a scare.
1: Aye, mate, fucking shitting myself. Um but aye, that was it. Um couldn't they go to the Bras well, could have went, but didn't they go to the bras and Arms Comedy night on Saturday night um because i just been see that way you take painkillers see the way pain just drains the life out of you i was sitting there it was like six o'clock i had to be there at seven i was like oh, man the thought of this phoned gary was like look mate i'll come along i'll set up the gear i'll make sure you know what you're doing and then i'll leave it and he was like just leave it mate it's all right we'll figure it out it's a fucking microphone for fuck's sake yeah but thankfully i recovered like woke up on sunday and the pain was away and was able to come to Show on Sunday night, mate, which was fucking amazing. Thank you very
0: much. we we'll, We will get to the show later on in the podcast after we've covered our subjects. Me being Mister Humble and all that. Oh, aye, Humble. I think I was having a stroke there, mate. Humble Bumble don't. or something. <laughs> <you were saying? laughs> I was going to say Humble Hog, but oh, yeah. the Humble Hog. Just called myself. <laughs> Yo, that's the name of the fucking podcast. There we go. <laughs> the Humble Hog. <laughs> So um, I'm glad you're alright, mate. That's a bit of a shock to the system.
1: Ugh, mate. It's do you know what was funny? My drive instructor was like shook up by it. Yeah. And I think like I was saying this to, to my missus when she was talking about it. She's like, You all alright? And I was like, see, to be honest, man, that didn't it bother me? Like, what bothered me was the cunt try to fucking blame me. You're just your instincts sort of yeah. kicking, be like, what? No, fuck off because I was just sitting still, but my drive instructor all the way back, he's like, I'll drive back. And I was like, it's all right, mate. Like, I'm fine. And I think it's because, like, I mean, we talk about this all the time. Like, I work on myself. You're working on yourself. Um, But see stuff like that, people get really, like, shook up and really, like, sort of ruins their day or whatever, mate. I came back here, did a, did a therapy session with somebody. I was like, I don't give a fuck, mate. I'm no dead. I'm no hurt. Yeah. I'm fine. But then, like I said, I woke up on the Sunday and I had a bit of pain and... It was all good mate i'm
0: glad you're all right
1: took some cbd yeah i had some of the cbd gummies good man helped maybe that's why i didn't want to go to the bros and all. <laughs> nah, i'm kidding hi
0: the cbd getting you out your box
1: mm-hmm. but no since then had a good week busy busy as normal um was working on the show footage um this morning was looking at it. it's looking good man but oh, we'll get yeah. to the show later so, thank
0: you very much thanks for filming it I'm so glad I never... Sometimes you die in your arse. It's just natural. Sometimes it happens. I'm Mm -hmm. like, thank fuck you never caught me on camera dying in my arse. Mm -hmm. So we'll go through some of the news that's happening in the world recently. Um, You know, I think I've been so focused on the rail strikes that I didn't realise that there was a fucking bin strike. Oh, mate, I was walking... See, after that mental breakdown when I was screaming at the guy in the hotel... I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill that guy in that hat. Then Don't I'm like, kill the guy in the red hat. I'm like looking about the street, thinking, why is there fucking rubbish everywhere? Mental mate.
1: Oh, uh, it's like fucking dystopia out there, isn't it? Yeah. Thankfully, what are we? Thursday the first, I seen the bin. I seen them cleaning the streets today. Oh, okay. So, like, I, I, it's fucking honking, mate. It yeah. was absolutely disgusting. Glasgow City Centre looked like a fucking dump, mate. Yeah. Did you go down past St Enoch's? Yes. That was the worst. Yep. See that bit at the Bank of Scotland, St Enoch Square, at the entrance of St Enox, mate? That was fucking disgusting on Saturday. Yeah. Absolutely fucking disgusting.
0: I mean, fair play to them. I hope they get their better pay and stuff, but holy fuck, man, that was stinking. Like Glasgow in the best of times isn't all that nice. Mm-hmm. Way rubbish
1: and stuff. But holy fuck. It even shows you you think it's not good, and uh, then you're like, that was, what, three days? Four days? Mm-hmm. No even a fucking week of them striking? Yeah. And you could smell it everywhere, man. It's fucking binges, man. Mm. Horrible. Did you see the thing? Do you know who Craig... It's not Craig Beatty, is it? guy that's the singer Callum Beatty Craig Beatty the DJ for Celtic. he's a singer-songwriter yeah yeah and he's on the way up like he's, he's a Rangers fan as well he's, a, he's a big Rangers fan ah, he, yeah. I think he plays at the, the fan village and stuff like that live yeah. your life not gonna say no for that. us to judge no for us to judge your lifestyle but you know sort it out uh, God will get you <laughs> 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 I, um, I think he made, no, he's a young guy and unfortunately he made a very, very poor uh, error of judgment. He went on Twitter after, I think, they were at Ibrook's on Saturday and everybody came out the subway and he was saying, could he get some fa- some of his fans to volunteer? He'll get some bin bags and some litter pickers and some high-vis and we'll go round the city centre and we'll pick up water mate, and Twitter will, like, get the fuck. Because you're basically crossing the picket line. Like, we don't need free labour. Like, these people are not going to work and not tidying up the city centre. Like, we need to live with that because these guys are wanting fair pay for their job. Mm -hmm. So the discomfort that we feel because the place is messy and stinking, shouldn't be... Get they should be back at working or we should fucking... Some cunt should fix this. It should be the government or the council should be paying these people fair money and then they'll get back to work and they'll do it. They know how to fucking... They're professionals at it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they'll do it quicker than anybody else. But the poor guy, man, I don't think he meant... I don't think he knew what he was coming into because the whole political side of Twitter were just like, you're a scab. Like, you're trying to get people to cross the picket line and that's no fair and fuck yeah. you. And I, mate, I think it was just blown out of proportion
0: do you think he meant well and it just backfired 100% I think
1: his intentions were good and I think people should bear that in mind saying to Sharn about it like there was like sort of like 20% of the responses were like Callum this is really nice and I love you know on board I'll I'll volunteer there was another 20% that were like Callum this is really nice, but you need to think about what you're asking people today, and I don't think you realise the ramifications of what would happen if you did this. And then there was like 60% of the responses were like, you're a prick. Yeah. Which I don't agree with, man. The young guy, I okay, there was a few people saying he's trying to use this situation as a way to promote himself, and maybe that came into it. But I think it's just been a young guy, looking at his city, Seeing it's a fucking mess and just want to try and be part of the solution and no part of the problem. But yeah. unfortunately, he was part of the problem because that is that pure Tory mentality, isn't it? Like, just fucking do the work, just go on with it. And it's like, no man, these people are wanting fair pay. And if you and your wee fans jump about and clean it all up, mm-hmm. then we don't these strikes, whether it be rail, nurses, schools, bin men, whatever. The purpose of the strike is to make the general public feel what it would be like if they weren't there. And so then value the fucking work that they're doing, not just think that they're sweeping streets and that, oh, you shouldn't have get paid 30 grand a year to sweep a fuck, Who are you to fucking say that, you prick? Aye. He's constantly to pay their fucking bills, man. Like, fuck yeah. you. So I felt bad for him. Yeah. But I think there was an actual point in it of like, to younger people, like, that don't understand that. This is people that are trying to get a fair fucking wage. There yeah. has been a lot of people out there that are like, oh, they shouldn't be doing this and fuck you, man. Like, this yeah. is the people power, man. This is the only power that we've got.
0: Yeah, you don't understand what a strike is. I'm all for strikes. See this Mick Lynch guy? I think he's mm-hmm. a fucking legend, mate. I mm-hmm. love him, man. I love him. Sadly, I think he's going to get found in an oil drum one day at the bottom mm-hmm. of a fucking river, but... Mm-hmm. Until then, I think he is a modern version of GFK. So, God bless them all. What I we hope-
1: need is Mick Lynch and Ange Postacoglu to just put their heads together and just figure this out, man. Aye. Just figure this out. Good a good
0: Provo running this country.
1: <laughs> the Provo
0: <laughs> podcast. Kidding on, everybody. You know that's a joke. Uh,
1: uh, I poor Callum.
0: I know. Uh, but, fuck it. He's learned his lesson and he
1: won't do it again. Aye, he was very humble as well. He came out and was like, I've deleted the tweet. And I've realised what... it's. Sometimes it does take for that, doesn't it? It takes for people to point out the mistake that you're making for you to learn for it. Yeah. I did feel bad for him. I was like, that's a shame because he's yeah, just a young guy. Plus, that, that mob mentality is completely unnecessary.
0: It reminds me of a time when I said... It was something along the lines of a lot of normal people like myself who aren't professional athletes or like they don't need to exercise for a reason. They don't need the gym. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to say. I tried to say if you eat healthy and you do things like walking uh. or a jog outside, you don't need to waste money on a gym membership. That's all I said. A guy that owned a gym that I was pally way on Twitter that I've never engaged with. I've said some outrageous stuff on Twitter. This is the first time he had his backup because he owns a gym. Um, no, it's a community hub. It's a welcoming space. And fucking some of the comments, mate. There was a girl that commented underneath it. She was talking about rape culture. She was scared. She was like, I don't go out jogging because I'm scared about getting attacked. And I'm like, for
1: fuck's sake. Seen some of the cunts that cut about Pure Gym? Fuck's you're scared of getting attacked, man. Some of the creepiest bastards alive are Aye. fucking cutting about some of these gyms, man. Exactly. But I mean, this is that. this is there's a wider point to this, mate, because see if somebody like for instance, if somebody attacks stand up comedy, you're gonna feel a certain way about that. If somebody attacks mental health services, I'm gonna feel a certain way about that. See a gym owner who can see what you're trying to say. Without getting their back up and getting emotional, yeah. then it's like, look, mate, you've got a bias towards that. He'll be just thinking, well, if everybody just fucking stopped going to the gym, then I wouldn't have a fucking yeah. a job or a business. And it's like that's true, but you know what? You know, without being, I'm not trying to insult you with this, but what influence have you got over people's gym subscriptions? Cancel just because you put a tweet. out doesn't mean to say that half of Glasgow's going to cancel their fucking gym subscriptions. Exactly. You know what I mean? But what you were saying was true. Like too many people think that to be fit and healthy, it needs to be getting the leggings, getting, you know, like going to the gym, doing squats, doing all these things that they've never done before. When actually see if they go to bed half an hour earlier or took half an hour at night and went for a walk and they would have life changing results for that. But too many people are, Aye, that's like your own sort of like biases towards shit, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And he doesn't realise, don't don't fuck with me. Cause one day when you're turning the key in the gym and you walk into your gym and see when you press that light switch and the light doesn't go, oh, No, what what happened to the light? Oh, you look up, oh there's no there's no a light bulb, but boom, over. You wake up in a boot, I pull a fucking bag off your head, there you go. That's what happens. There's consequences to your actions. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you're very, you're very serial killer i <laughs> I've had a belter of a coffee before I came right, in here, okay. by the way. It was like cocaine. <laughs> this is what it causes, yeah. is it? You know that bit in Big Lebowski when John Goodman's like that? Do you see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? Uh huh. That was me. I mean, not in real life. I just think it. I don't actually dare Right. So if you're listening to the podcast, do you see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? <laughs> <laughs> Episode 41. It's gone well. So good times eh, mate. Uh, Aye, the bin strikes, man. I've been seeing a lot of rats and you know, on the street, man. Right. A couple of dead rats, mate. I've never seen that before rarely ever ever see that shit
1: no, no, no. see the four corners i know that part of
0: the town mate it's fucking scary mate
1: well you just literally read my fucking mind yeah. i was going down to get my painkillers on saturday um and me, me and my mate went to swg3 there was like a sneaker or a trainers fest it was my mate i was like oh, it's called something it's like a sneaker festival he's like sneakers sneakers like, Stock trainers you fucking prick and i was like that, that's what this is in the ticket sneaker festival right for fuck's sake i don't fucking call them that my gutties it's trainers right um and it was shite mate it was super shite what what venue sorry swg3 yeah not their fault just yeah. the actual festival all they had was fucking jordans and yeezys yeah and i was just like this is fucking pish plus i'm a size 12 and a trainer they, i was going around the stalls and i just resorted to going Ain't in a size 12 and it was just like no because i realize that i've got gigantic feet but um we took <laughs> a walk i was like to me i need to go and get like fucking Salpadine or something for this tooth months drive me fucking mental we walked along the clyde and we came out at the four corners and i put my i had my phone i was texting my missus and i was ju- i just looked up looked about and i just put my phone in my pocket mate i was like well, this feels weird there was like an atmosphere like a hostile atmosphere yep and then my mate was telling me there's a couple of people that have just been randomly attacked in there by the youths i
0: did not know that i
1: seen uh, see
0: those public pickup artists i seen them hovering about oh, did you? a couple of weeks ago how did you know because i just sussed them out me i just i'm yeah. hypersensitive to negativity i can pick it up i picked it up they were following people about and oh, yeah. then they were following two girls and it looked i don't know what it looked like but there was two guys talking to two girls and then they had spotters run about. A proper game, a a total system to it. It's right. Fucking horrible.
1: but Maybe we should get some vigilante justice. I'm
0: up for that, mate. I'll, I'll say that on a podcast right now. Give me a hammer and a fucking IRA mask and I'll, I'm killing cancer. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> I need to stop drinking coffee, man. <laughs> Aye, mate, you, need get, you don't eat half a cigar, you need half a of coffee. <laughs> Fuck me, man. No, but look, <laughs> what we could do for a laugh, we could video it is uh we could go and follow them. Aye. Go and do what they're doing to other people. Yeah. Cause I would intimidate the fuck right out of them, mate. See that AD, A game guy that went to Berlin for yeah. doing the pick up art of stuff. He used to go to my gym. I went to a gym called Exercise for Less. It's not there anymore. It used to be where Destiny. Yeah, used yeah. Used to be. He used to go to that gym, mate, and he was a height of shite. And a fucking asshole, and I would intimidate the fuck. A wee right, ugly bastard, like. or not, By the way, I mean, I don't, I don't know, mate. I've, I've not seen him in person. I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't. I, I, I never thought about that, but I definitely like a wee fucking weasel, yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, and would go about the gym. Like I always remember, he would go about the gym and he'd be like, going up to women and try to help them. This is the whole game, into it? They're like, try to be the nice guy, all right? How you doing? And blah, blah, blah. But really, they're just a fucking weasley little bastard. Yeah. So we could do that, mate. Go down and get somebody We'll just follow them about.
0: I Imagine walking up, you walking up to A-game or somebody like A-game and just that. Uh, like, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I want to make love to you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bell. Aye. <laughs> are you up for it? But you're bang on about that energy, mate. When I walked through it, I could feel a dark energy from Mm -hmm. uh, the McDonald's to, like, up the way, right to, like, Central Station. Mm -hmm. It's just a horrible place, mate.
1: Aye, man. Doesn't it feel nice, man? That's exactly what I said to my mate. My mate was saying to me, he was like, I feel the same, mate. And then it was him that was like, I think I've seen videos of, like, there's been a couple of people just randomly attacked by these wee guys. It was like, gangs of wee guys? Wow. Just cutting about, sitting in a square. Like, five, six-handed. Wow. I honestly
0: fucking wish they would do something to me. I'm not that much of an egomaniac to say that I would smash five wee guys. But I know that, put it this way, right, picture this situation, right, I'm cornered at the McDonald's. There's five wee guys around me. Do you know what I'm gonna say? Yous will butterfuck at me. Yous will won this, but one of you is going to lose a fucking eyeball. So let's go.
1: You should do the <laughs> Bobby from Sky <Scar laughs> Squad, everybody. Ba-dooms. Have you Eddie Murphy do the pure Cam Man? <laughs> yeah. Hey like pure makeup like you love it do you know what i mean like i want a about the boys come on stop laughing and stuff no you're all right mate i bill murray and fucking little shop of horrors like it takes the wind out their sails when you enjoy it like they want they want to intimidate they want to make people feel bad yeah But when you're like pure yes (laughs) mate, i'm a fucking brazilian jiu-jitsu brown belt man i'll fucking take the cunts did i tell you
0: did i share this on the podcast um about two months ago i was walking from my flat to a mental health meeting and and two wee guys one of them bumped into me in the street no did i not share that no.
1: i thought you were going to say about the guy that followed you no that was i think we spoke about that i we right? spoke about I, that in the podcast but i don't right. think we spoke about this one so basically, I
0: was going to any meeting, right? I know it's supposed to be anonymous, but fuck it, it's my life, and it might help somebody. And I was, I was speed walking to the meeting. I misjudged the time, so I was speed walking, right? There was two wee guys at a bus stop, and one of the wee guys walked into me. We bumped into each other. It wasn't deliberate, right? But straight away, the wee guy was like, hey, "Watch where you're going, you fucking prick, you fucking dafty, specky bastard," and all that. It didn't he hurt my feelings? It didn't he? Didn't he really do anything to me emotion wise? Mm-hmm. But I done that. Nah, no way. I'm not having that. Like, I'm going to make him remember this. So I just turned around and I done that. Let's fucking go then, the two of you. And uh, <laughs> uh, the two, they're, they're, and I can't even fight. I know I can't fight, it, right? But I think just me turning around and just doing that, let's fucking go to two guys. Um, they shot it, and one of them was like ah, on their phone, kidding on, he was on his phone and I was like, hi, ah, look at you you fucking shite bag kidding on are on your phone, you won't be doing that again will you you fucking dafty, come on then and uh, they never done anything and then I went, I would never have hit them right, I would never have hit them I just wanted to freak them out, mm-hmm. and then as I was moving, they were kind of dodging out the way, and I was like, ah, ha ha, you's are all fucking that, eh? and I started walking away, and it one of them done that, specky bastard. Now I was like, I knew I'm really going to fuck his to right. And I turned around and I kidded on. I was like, Is it, I just done that to myself. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? No, it's not worth it. And just walked away. So there we go.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> me, guys. I, but normally, you're, you're right. I mean, would I encourage somebody to do what you did? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> don't do that don't do that man <laughs> mate if that had been if that had been back in the fucking back in time, back in fucking hell man you could have uh, got stabbed or anything man like I know cunts that would have been this is, this is one of the things my dad used to say to me somebody that's doing what they did to you are either doing it for a laugh or they've got a blade and yeah. he's like you don't really want to find out what one of the two of them is but here's the thing right so if you're willing to take a bit of your doing I don't Fuck it. I've done shit like that before where I've just been like, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. And just went, you fucking talking to... See, nine times out of ten the they day, they're like, ah, well, wait a minute. Because they're trying to intimidate you. Yeah. But you might just get the angry wee guy. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So I wouldn't encourage you to do that, but also, like, fucking fair play to you because, like you said, the wee cunts are not going to forget that. They'll be like, ah, off man, we nearly get lettered there, yeah. I fucking...
0: And then when I'm walking away, I'm like, ah, I'm fucking myself, um... <laughs> turn absolutely drenched in sweat that gave me a flashback of a time when you know this is getting a wee bit more serious, right but when I was drinking I was under the influence of alcohol and I was walking back from the pub Mm -hmm. and me and my mate were eating kebabs we were steaming right eating kebabs walking up the road and I through therapy and self awareness I know why I'd done it but I seen a guy standing with his girlfriend right fuck boy seven foot fuck boy right just one of the cunts and his bud was stunning beautiful beautiful lassie. and they were having an argument and i was just kind of i don't know why i was standing watching it i think it's because it was so loud but then he hit her and oh. then he pulled her hair quite violently and i just fucking exploded me like kebab up in the air ran air to the guy uh, and i was just like "Ah, hold you you're fucking prick and it just descended into carnage man the guy had a bottle of wine in his hand and it's true when they say your, your bark is worse than the bite mate because i don't even know why i'm laughing man because it's horrible right see the the face this con- the, the fear on this guy's face uh-huh. looking at me because i whip. i had a leather jacket on right and i was like kebab little jake off and i was like ah come on (laughs) right in the middle of the street i was like ah you hit a woman hit me then you fucking prick and he was like no it was not like that i didn't mean it and i was like ah fucking hit me come on and he was like that with a bottle of wine and i was like ah hit me with it hit me with it (laughs) and like i did get a kick from seeing that guy get scared Mm -hmm. because he hit a woman and i'm not saying don't hit a woman i'm talking he bullied somebody it doesn't matter the fact it doesn't matter that it was a woman if he bullied anybody i'm like nah fuck that mm. so i'm like but i found out that someday because it was in bishop briggs everybody knows each other uh-huh. so someday got in touch with me months later and the guy was like that to me that lassie got in touch with me, and she knew it was you. She just said thank. She wanted to thank oh, you. Amazing. But I was like, I couldn't help but laugh. I was like, ah, she probably thinks I'm a fucking schizo. And she was like, ah, aye, you were a bit mental, mate. But aye. you saved her for a toxic situation. Aye, 100%. And she eventually dumped her boyfriend. Aye, I
1: think you're you're right. But I don't think any... any I don't think any woman should lift her horn to any man either. But aye. I think... First and foremost, like, especially, not always, it's not always the case, but, you know, I'd say probably being conservative 60, 70% of the time, a guy will overpower a woman. Yeah. So you should not lift your hand to them. It's like, use your words. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to be physically violent towards somebody. Especially
0: this guy. The guy was built like a brick house, and she was Aye, tiny, clearly mate. Clearly
1: a fucking coward. Aye. You know what I mean? I did a similar thing at Charing Cross and my, I was seeing my current girlfriend with we one the out and she was like, just leave it. And I was like, nah, canny, not date, man. I'm going to need to go and chase that cunt and just chase the guy away if he's missing because he did a similar sort of thing. I think he pulled her at the grunt. But one time I was playing and it, it reminded me um, one you were saying like no, like a uh, a uh, a woman just bullying. Uh, well, I was playing on a gig in the Cat House, and I can't remember if we were support or whatever. It was another band, and they were a bit younger. Maybe I'm sort of picturing myself maybe about 20, 21 and picturing these guys like maybe eighteen, so not that much younger. And then um, the the front man of this band was a skinny rake, a guy, but. Fucking like no, no. you know, like, pure desperate to be for Glesga, Do you know, like that type of sort of, like, you get? You ever met somebody like that? Where do you you think that they think that they're like a pure Glesgaard man, but then you find out that they're, like, for fucking Giffnock. Aye, you Aye, Lindsay. Me? Aye, but they're like, oh, I grew up in Ardennes, and people are like, he fucking in Giffnock, man. His most minty, though, <laughs> whether it's, like, poverty porn, isn't it? Like, Aye. I want to feel like a scumbag for some reason. But they had this wee other guy with them which would happen quite a lot with bands would bring their pals like all off the gear in with me and he was like he decked the wee guy and he had like a, had like his horns inside his backpack He wee guy had a backpack on and he was like wigging him about the flare and I was just sitting there and I was ignoring it and I was ignoring it and I was ignoring it and then I was like right nah this has went too far and I just went up and grabbed the guy with the back of the head and just pushed his head so like, I folded him and Hoff. Um, and at this time I'm like fucking 20 odd stone like a big guy and I'm tall. Yeah, and this is like a wee skinny guy, and I just held him with like his face against his knees, <laughs> like I folded the <laughs> guy off me, and I was just like, "Do you fucking like it?" And he was pure like, "Goys, like goys," and I was just like gripping him harder and harder at the back of the neck, and then was just pulling his head up and then putting it back down his knees, I'm like, do you, do you fucking like it, you man? Do you like being a fucking? You want to be a bully? I'll fucking bully you." And mate, see like. The other guys in the band were all his, like, what are you doing and all, like, fuck me, and I was just like, I can't stand back. It's just the way I was brought up, my dad would always be like, don't let people get bullied, don't be a bully, blah, blah, blah. But I fucking felt horrible, man. See, like, <laughs> you're saying the sort of fear in that guy's face made you feel good. When I seen this wee guy's face, I embarrassed him in front of his mates and all that, like, I felt fucking awful. I actually felt like you get that pure sicky feeling where you're like, I wish I had never done that, man. <laughs> like an I should, emotional hangover, aye thing? man. I should. I just went up and I thought about it. So like, I should. I just went up, separated in my way from his pal and just been like, fucking leave out wee man. And then if he tried, then I could have been like, right, now fucking, yeah, do something. But I didn't need to do that. And I also feel like I took it a wee bit too far because I was raging. I was fucking raging watching him bully this guy. Yeah. I think the guy that he was like with a backpack he actually started greeting i think that was like nah. i was like like you're saying what was that fucking movie the fucking kirk uh, douglas eh uh, falling down aye it was like that mate i just went something in my head went nah i sat for like a minute going don't do anything nah don't do anything, man don't do it mm-hmm. no your pals just leave them and then i was just like nah man fuck this like i said fucking made the wee guy look like a fucking arsehole he's <laughs> fucking band but folded on there like a deck chair it's fucking
0: stupid, man. You're stupid. Poor Ta- wee guy. You taught him a valuable life lesson.
1: But was it my lesson to teach? Like, No. You know, who am I to teach people life lessons? Yeah. I had plenty of fucking lessons to learn back then. Do you know what I mean? And if some kind of came up and forced me to learn that lesson, I don't think I'd have too to kindly to it. So yeah, I hope the guy never fucking... I hope we wee guy was all right. Yeah. And also, somebody in the band was like, bet you any money they fucking get away for you. he's got to punch fuck out that. You got to take that out and that wee guy because. And I was like, I never even fucking thought like that. Make me feel bad, no man. Aye,
0: I feel like this is going to get played in court <laughs> 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 when the both ears get sectioned. Mm. No, I mean here, I'm no put pr- I'm not saying I'm sharing that story of the guy hitting his girlfriend. I'm not proud of it, but. Um, fuck it. The guy deserved it.
1: No, I think in that set, like you never imposed yourself. You you went up and made sh- and intimidated that guy and made sure that that guy knew that he shouldn't be doing that and blah blah blah. I think that's different to what I did. Do you know what I mean? I went, I just went up and grabbed this wee guy and fucking. Well, I'll teach you a lesson. I don't think that's the same as what you did. I don't regret chasing that guy, chatting cross one fucking bit, mate Yeah. Like, if I'd have got my honzo on him, me and him would have been rolling about the ground. Like, 100%. But I think there's a difference. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is this this bad? Is this sexist to say that two guys, one's getting bullied, the other one's the bully? I think it's the the sort of bully victim's sort of life job to stand up to their bully. No tip for me to come here and counter that by bullying the bully that doesn't get you anywhere i don't think that you know what i mean yeah that wee guy's probably bullying his pals because he's dad bullies them or blah 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 and who am i he be like fuck you i'll show you do you know what i mean wee me man should i should have just went up and just been like I mean, he's Dane hole." you know let's split yeah. it up like fucking Liam my lane. and then if he tries to fucking start with me then i can be like no you're starting with me mate and this isn't gonna go well yeah but i don't i didn't feel good about that mate. That went a bit weird
0: it's no weird at all. Thank you for sharing. I shared two times. You shared back. Hey what's this all about? circle of life. <laughs> aye. <laughs> um so aye. Vigilante justice, man, you can't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> Batman. hi Um I mean I don't no, I'm not even gonna finish that sentence. Oh go on. I was going to say, I don't, like, if you steal an apple and you get your horn chopped off, I don't support that. Of course. That's a bit much. Aye. Maybe a finger. Maybe a fingernail. And you know I meant business if I'm ruining a fucking
1: kebab. Aye, fuck me. That was the most surprising bit of that whole story. <laughs> <laughs> the kebab went up there. I
0: ate it off the ground. No, um I tell you what I know by the way, I know like we've kinda spoke about it every podcast, but that's sixty-one days I've been calorie counting.
1: Feeling good. You're calorie counting king?
0: I feel a difference in my body. Like not even weight loss. I feel I feel like my sex a sex drive has returned.
1: Really? Yep. So why are you telling me this? I don't
0: know. <laughs> Why am I telling you we're hard on? <laughs> no, I feel like everybody, you know, when you eat healthy and you exercise, ev- everybody's so obsessed with weight loss. But I'm mm-hmm. like, no, my skin feels better. I'm sleeping better. A sex drive has returned. I'm starting to feel normal. Like, right. I feel peace. I feel at peace. Like, I don't feel agitated. I'm not eating right. on my emotions. Do you use porn a lot? Porn? I mean, I mas- I masturbate every single day, mate.
1: Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Do you use your imagination? For some. Right. I watch porn every day. Right.
0: Every day. I've still got a porn block on my phone, so <laughs> it can get, you know, jerk off instruction videos on YouTube. and uh, What? <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: porn on YouTube?
0: Yep. I jerk off instruction. J-O-I. Right. You just put in J-O-I-T's or J-O-I countdown. Oh my God. On, on YouTube? Yes. We're supposed to be helping people know
1: enabling shit, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> or you can find shit on Twitter, but... Um, Twitter's like the Wild West when it comes to porn, mate. I get porn retweeted onto my fucking timeline every fucking day, man. Yeah. And I'm abstinent for porn. Yeah. Unless she's watching it.
0: Well, I do feel better that I've got a block on my phone, but I'd wank to nothing, mate.
1: That's what you should do, but?
0: Wank to nothing? mm mm-hmm. I might try that the night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> might have another <enough> floppy wank. <laughs> You're, not <getting laughs> sti- You're not getting stimulated quite as much as what you usually do. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just about, like, I, I, mate, I've i I've been open about my problems with porn, and it's just why I asked that there, just in case... You're like, oh, I have not been watching porn. They're like, well, that's why your sex drive's returned. Because when you stop watching porn, mate, your fucking dick gets harder.
0: For sure. I'll be honest with you, mate. I've not been, I've been, I don't know why. Why Why are you saying it masturbating? I've been masturbating, masturbating, but I haven't been watching porn. Right. And I feel better for it. Right.
1: That will definitely, definitely have an impact on that, mate. Yeah. So who needs to watch? Watch out. (laughs) Darren's about. (laughs) (laughs) Get you down at the four corners
0: tonight at <laughs> two in the morning. I'll have an IRA mask on. IRK? I don't know. What am I talking about? Right. So I've got a gig coming up in Inverness. Um, I'm going to bring the IRA mask and a hammer with me. If you are up for it, um, it's on the 17th of September at Eden Court. I checked ticket sales the other day and it looks i would imagine on the night it looks like it's going to sell out
1: mate oh well done man
0: so i'll do a wee social media push and all that type of stuff but it's looking well so if you are in the inverness area and would like some comedy i'll have a new support act with me that night come along and check us out and i tell you what don't tell anybody this is just for the podcast we're doing a code two for one code Um, get it on c tickets just use the code two for one, and you will get one for free.
1: Two, four, one. Two, four, one. Right. Numbers. Numbers. Numerical. Right. Probably clear that up. Aye. Just in aye. case, you know.
0: So there we go. Inverness. Inverness. That's yes. a long way to go for a gig, bit right? I
1: know. <clears throat> I hope they like jokes, because that's all I got, baby. May they love ekky's in Inverness. You ever been to Inverness? I think so. Aye. Aye. It's pretty wild, mate. Yeah. I've got um I've got a funny story about Inverness. Tell me. <coughs> Excuse me. I won't name the name. But I went up to Inverness. We used to go up to Inverness and you would take a couple of bands with you. Yeah. Sort of like what you'll do, you'll take your support act up. Maybe a local band will play or whatever like that. <clears throat> um one of the guys that came up in another band had been taking. Ecstasy pills, and he had what's called pali Oh my! You ever had pali Is that when your wally goes dead small? It sort of like goes inside you.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah. I've had that many times. Right. I don't think that's an ecstasy thing, maybe, <laughs> but
1: it's just fucking two inches with twelve wrinkles. Um, but <laughs> 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 yeah. He was we were chatting up these ladies, right? As you do being in a band, like you get chatting to the birds at the gig and stuff like that and blah blah blah. Getting a wee kiss and We're Lo- loading this fucking shit back into the van. And he had a Prince Albert. Oh wow. And he's like, Oh, I've got a Prince Albert. And they were like, Fucking shows, shows then. Like, they're fucking mad Inverness Axe. That was a terrible Inverness Axe. Shows I I don't even that's Pfeiffer. <laughs> shows your shows your dick, eh? <laughs> 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 They've got a different one that's like a weird you go north Aberdeen, it gets weird. No like, one they had a pulley, will they, if it Shows your dicky. aye 100 percent mate. Um stick it, Marcy. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, I've got a Prince Albert like trying to show off, trying to get his hole, and these four lassies that were standing at the back of the van, were like, oh, it shows, it shows, and he's like, nah, nah, and I'm like, he's fucking getting it I'll fucking get it out. And he whipped (laughs) through me and it was literally (laughs) a foreskin and a hoop and that was it. And the four of them just burst out laughing just pointing at this guy's dick at the back of a van outside fucking Ironworks in Inverness. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) And he just stood and looked at it going... (laughs) What the fuck is that? It's just like, I don't know, mate. He's like, mate, it's the pills. What you got to do? We've been taking it. He's all right, man. It was fucking mental. Were you cry, crying with laughter? Oh, eh? mate, I was pissing myself <laughs> laughing, but then he was like, days well, you fucking get yours Unless let see you're. I was like, I'm a fuck, mate. I know I've just got a fucking bo- two Bosna foreskin skin down there, man. Like Aye. We're rushing it on nut, man. Like, literally, like, fucking eyeballs like saucers. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Uh, do you know what one of life's great pleasures is? Having shagging on comedowns, mate. Yeah. See, once that returns, like, after you start coming down after the pole, the yeah. horn that you get is fucking, after the fucking Charles man.
0: Same way, hangovers and all. Wild. That story reminds me of a story my mate told me. He says he was at a party. No, as funny as that. But he says there was a guy at a party who was proper doing that to everybody. Get your fucking dick out. Shows your dick. We'll compare dicks. <laughs> and my mate right is a very quiet guy he's no mental
1: right
0: but drunk at a party he was like fuck it and he was like ah, you get your dick out then we'll compare dicks and the guy pulled his dick out they both they both pulled their dick out and the guy had a mad fucking like slong no no like tiny pe- fucking micro penis right okay and my mate says that he's not got a big dick but compared to his dick it was big and that guy with the tiny cock was pure oh no no this is not supposed to happen pure. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy oh so that's another situation when everybody was just howling at the mm. madness of- Fuck's
1: sake! do you want to hear i remember when we were like young no that young oh i've got two things that come up there was a guy in my primary school class that used to try and wank in front of people don't wow. know where that guy is now right that's just that's a side story. I never knew I went to the same primary school as you. Hey, <laughs> he got caught off the teacher once at swimming lessons. Holy fuck! He was like vigorously fucking whining in the corner of the swimming lesson, like jumping about pure. looking at my dick, now. and then the fucking teacher walked in was pure. Oh my god! Anyway, that's a side story. <laughs> um, this guy was <laughs> um One of my mates was pure having a moment of like, uh, oh, how do you deal with like. Lassie's seen your dick for the first time out. Like, well, it's 16, 17. And he's obviously had a situation where he's felt self-conscious. And obviously, when you're feeling self-conscious, like things don't work. And you know, you get nervous and blah blah blah. So he was saying, like, how do you how do you deal with that? my mate was pure, oh see, so just before I get out, I just go to the toilet and get a wee wiggle about and get a dong on. <laughs> <laughs> But see mate that's some of the best advice that i've get ever done go and get a dong on just go to the toilet and get a wee flop about put a dong on it get 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 it to like 25 30 percent there's like there's like a sweet spot don't get hard keep it kind of floppy but get the dong on
0: the best life advice you could ever get it's like a blackout crew song put a dong on it get a dong
1: on get a dong on. It. See, when the bird's gonna see your dick for the first time, go to the toilet and get a dong on.
0: Get a dong on. You can call that the podcast. Yeah,
1: we've got so many names. We're just coming out with comedy gold today, mate.
0: Um, what was the other one?
1: What was the other one, what?
0: Oh, fact, you said it, the guy got uh, caught.
1: The guy... But, do you know what? I never had the urge at, like, eight, nine, ten-year-old mm-hmm. to, like, whip my dick out in front of, like, all of my peers in a fucking football changing room changing room and swimming changing room this was this guy's place of work this guy went to work yeah. he'd go to the toilet he'd come out with hard on and be like oh, look at this that's
0: mental man i get caught wanking off my mate once <laughs> well, he i had, didn't. He? i had had to go through years of i wouldn't say therapy but Borman. of acceptance right that it happened but it was funny it was a I mean, puberty, right? We were going through puberty, mate. You'd fucking wank your fresh air. Uh, I stayed with my pal that night. There was a group of people. We were all staying together on a big massive house, and uh, we had a game of truth there. was the first time I ever kissed a lassie, right? And it's when I was going through puberty. So mm-hmm. my memory is clouded, okay? But I remember getting to the bed, right? No, this is a situation I am owning what I've done. You can't slag me. You can't hold this against me because I'm I'm talking about it and I'm fucking owning it. So basically, he was in the bed with me. We we're having a conversation. Wait a minute!
1: Wait a minute! I thought you were saying that you went to the bed with like the girl that you kissed for the first time.
0: No, we all kissed and then we all went to bed. And I was in the bed with my mate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so ah uh, and see the thing is Freddy Krueger was on the TV. Right? right. So it wasn't even like I was wanking to anything. I was having a conversation with my mate, say about football Well, Freddy Krueger nightmare on Elm street was on the telly mm. and I was having a wank to nothing, right? And he poked the sheet. Why am I even saying this man? My heart's just
1: <laughs> fucking sank.
0: Instant regret, you having man. having a
1: pocket shuffle where you having a wank under the covers? Right. Like, oh my God. and my my
0: pants <laughs> my pants were done past my knees
1: <laughs> i did look at you i need to turn away
0: i was flaccid though One, <laughs> i was flaccid right and my, me and my mate have spoken about this since he was laughing because he's like you weren't even hard you never even had a hard on you fucking madman but he was like i ah, no way man are you having a wank he, he burst out crying with laughter right and he was like for years he was like at in school to all my mates he was having a wank to fucking freddie krueger <laughs> and i was like pure why are you lying like total <laughs> total stone-faced but then see as an adult and um, i was like remember that time i had a wank to freddie krueger and the two years just burst out just laughing, burst out laughing.
1: Right. oh my god mate
0: i right. was fucking i just left it was first year so what are you
1: 13 12 or 13 year old 12 yeah?
0: 13 that's my excuse.
1: I mean, I I don't judge anybody with anything that they did when they were thirteen year old, mate.
0: Yeah. I
1: bet you'll never be able to watch Nightmare on
0: Elm Street again. I'm going to
1: forget, I'm going to delete this from my memories, you know? <laughs> <laughs> trauma <laughs> response. I'm going to be like, having to go and do EMDR, sitting there, the fucking lateral but, movement, like, still, talking, <laughs> still thinking about Don having a fucking pocket wank. What I found funny about it was, because we talk about it all the time,
0: it's always one of the things that get cast up, but he's like, ah, you were, the thing is, you were flashed. You were flashed, and it was Nightmare on Elm Street. And I'm like,
1: how the fuck did I know? It's 13, mate. Do, do, do you remember why you did it?
0: I think it's because I kissed a girl for the first time.
1: Right. Oh, okay. Remember the days, mate? Yeah. Remember when you used to just get a wee kiss and your dick would be fucking rock hard? Yeah. Long gone. <laughs> the days are Aye. gone for me. Aye. I'm fucking 40 years old. Aye, it was
0: uh, crazy times. Aye, mate. I feel like i overshare in this podcast. Mate.
1: I overshare as well, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Aye. I think this is why people like it. I
0: think so. I think so too. Can I double check how long we've done? Oh, what well, an hour. An hour, right. So we need to talk about the Stan gig Aye, on Sunday. talk about Sunday. Right, I just want to say a quick thank you. I, I've noticed a change with this podcast, by the way, on my social media, with the amount of messages I'm getting. There's been a change. So I want to thank everybody for the kind of positive feedback what we're, that we're getting. It's a kind of wee community that we've built. Even at the gig on Sunday, we, me and Paul had people walking up to us, and it was amazing. So thank you so much, uh, Darren Cohn and the funny bunch was at the stand on Sunday, and it was another sellout. I mean, all the seats were everybody, all the seats were sold. Mm-hmm. There was nobody standing. So thank you so much for uh, making it. Another belter. Paul was filming the night, so we'll probably try and chop up some clips and get them on TikTok and stuff, but it was a fucking belter night, wasn't it, mate? Aye, it was
1: incredible, mate. Every single act was fucking top notch.
0: Aye. I'm very, very proud of it. And I'm I'm happy that it's been two two crackers, man. That was my fourth time comparing. I fucking love it, mate. Aye. I love it, man. I get a pure kick for improving and crowd working all that. I love it.
1: improving on Sunday? Aye. Right. Well, aye. When well, we were walking him. Sean was like, oh, it was like way better when he's doing his jokes and he's not just improving. Aye. Aye. Well, there you go then. Sure. Aye, she felt like it was a set, no, just like getting up and improving, it.
0: Well, um,. I will be doing a set soon and she'll be able
1: to see that. Absolutely. Uh, Do you know what I thought? I mean, again, anybody that came up to me on Sunday, like four or five people that came up to me and told me how much they're enjoying the podcast and, you know, blah, 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 like, thank you very much. I felt there was like, they were a great crowd. Like, there was good banter between people in the front row. Like, you had a professional Muay Thai fucking Commonwealth champion, a professional boxing world champion and then just some random guy that was off on them square goes, the but I felt like it was good, like the atmosphere on the stand on Sunday night was like amazing. Yeah. Everybody was there to have a good time.
0: The heckles were comedy heckles for a comedy crowd, mm. apart from the mad cunt that tried to rush the stage. What the fuck was that all about? I know, mate.
1: I thought you dealt with it amazing though. Yeah.
0: Did but- you see me no flinch? Did not fucking flinch. Ah, my God. I just got a cramp in my finger there. Or did you? Holy fuck. I didn't flinch. I was just like, you cannot kill somebody who is dead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you were like Bruce Lee being like water. Any comic uh, should want to do that nightmare.
0: Oh, I thank think you, anyway.
1: Man. So, an opportunity to do a weekend night at the stand and also play to an amazing crowd. Like, I've seen somebody do a similar sort of night um a few months ago somebody who you would think who i like who's a great comic who's get the profile with you and they did not do anywhere near the amount of numbers that you did on sunday there never mind having it the same night a month before wow so i mean i think there's a lot of people there to see you
0: well thank you very much mate that's kind i enjoyed it what a showcase talent I mean, Scott Agnew was on first. Incredible. And if you're listening to this podcast, add all these people on Facebook. You had John Ross in the middle, who is also a DJ. He does the Buff Club. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's a resident DJ.
1: Oh, fuck's sake. No way. He's he was a- he was great, mate. Scott Agnew was amazing. I know Scott's amazing. Yeah. I've seen Amanda Hersey before. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. I've seen Gary Little before. He was amazing. But that guy, John... Yeah. I had no idea. And, um. How do you tell a joke about going to an ice cream van for the kids were hard on? <laughs> like, how do you do that? Aye. It was fucking hilarious, mate. No really. joke was saying that, am I?
0: Nah. And he was a replacement as well. There was somebody supposed to be doing his spot and the guy couldn't make it. And I was just kind of thinking... Because sometimes when you're running gigs, you kind of book the same people. And I clocked John's name and I was like, I, I like John. I'd class him as a pal, but I've not seen him in about four years. And I was like, fuck it, man. I'm going to get John. Right. That's against the grain. I'm going to book like that again. So it's the last Sunday every month right up to December. Um, I'm just trying to be a good host and put on a good show. If he's want to come and see me do a solo show, I'm doing like East School Bride and the Orin War and all that. You'll get to see me do stand up. But when I'm being a host, I'm trying not to take the the light from the acts. know mm-hmm. that I would do that. I'm just trying to make it an, a well-oiled machine of just hosting Aye. rather than being a stand-up.
1: We've, we've been talking about maybe thinking about doing a live event. Maybe we should take one of the slots one of the Sundays and do like a Q&A yes. think, on the stage. Because mate, if I was to go and do like an actual live podcast, I've not been on stage since 2019 last time I did a gig with a band, I'd be shitting myself Aye. if I got up and did like 10 minutes, just Q&A, who watches the podcast, anybody get any questions, who watches the podcast or whatever, Yeah, I think we could probably do something like that. So if you ever get a cancellation or somebody pulls out, like, just be like, you're I there, mean, like the 10 we minutes can, we can We can
0: absolutely do a live show with us I as people well. People like it. Yeah. It's it's brilliant, isn't it? I love it, man. It's kept me... One of the
1: highlights of my week, mate, for sure.
0: You know, I'm the same as well, mate. I'm like, I'm doing therapy. I'm back at A and stuff, but this keeps me accountable. And it's like, God, you need to be funny or try and be funny for an hour. But you know, it's I love it, man. Hmm. Me too. So you want to go down to the four corners and kill somebody?
1: Aye, mate. Let's go. Cool.
0: Yeah. Um, we've done over an hour,
1: haven't we? Aye, mate. One o five.
0: Yes. So we're going to wrap it up with that. So I want to thank the zenden for sponsoring the podcast their sponsorship has ended today i think so thank you very much joe for helping us out you sorted us out with some linesmen and gummies and stuff um we are loyal customers ourselves so we'll be back in you'll get to see their information pop up in the on the screen and as always brothers in arms back on side if you're struggling phone the Samaritans. Don't day, what I day, and wear a fucking ski mask wear a hammer. Don't do it. Phone the Samaritans. See you next week, Paul. Thank you very much, troops. And also, please, 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 if you enjoy it, share it in the WhatsApp groups with your pals. Retweet, share on Facebook. And Chuck is a five-star reviewer. Come on, man. Come on, man. Five-star review, man. See you next <laughs> week. <laughs> what were
1: we going to call?